Well, hi there, and welcome to Unshaken. I'm Julie Van Warmer, your host for today's episode, and I'm so glad you're joining me. I want to take a minute before we get started and invite you to head over to our socials, Facebook and Instagram. Follow or like us at Women of the Word CTW. This is our umbrella account that covers and highlights this podcast, Unshaken, our blog called Planted, our mom-to-mom ministry aimed at encouraging mothers in the work they do, and also our Regarding Him conference that happens yearly in March. There is so much good content on these socials, you are not going to want to miss it, so go follow them today. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast directory, like Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, CastBox. It helps us out and it also helps you out because you get notifications of new episodes that drop each and every Thursday. You can also reach out to us at unshakenpsalm622 at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you if you ever have any ideas, suggestions, or thoughts about an episode. Or maybe you just want to tell me about something that you heard on an episode and how it impacted you. Finally, Unshaken is a podcast for women, put on by women, and our goal is to encourage and challenge and point women to Jesus Christ. And as you know, with Jesus, we can be unshaken no matter our circumstances. Hey, let's jump right into our episode today. All right, well, Happy New Year to everyone out there. We are so excited to celebrate 2023 with you and We'd Unshaken are going to kick it off with a bang, and I mean that. <laughs> last year we I shared... brought my fireworks. You brought your fireworks, okay. Um, last year we shared every month on the first Thursday of each month an episode called Feminology. Our Feminology episodes are specifically designed to encourage you as a woman in how God has made you and how you can live for God each day uh, in the roles that God has given to you and to me because I'm a woman too. Uh, last year we spent the year talking about how we can bring glory to God because we've already, we're already made in his image and how God calls us to be strong to be soft, and to be industrious. If you have not had a chance to listen to those episodes, head back into our archives and make sure that you listen. They dropped each Thursday, the first Thursday of each month. Now this year, we're going to take a little different direction. I promised you back uh, in the Feminology episode in December of 2022 that I had a special surprise for you, and I'm going to reveal that today. I think it's going to be really helpful for each woman listening because we're going to chit chat about this particular topic every single month, the first Thursday of each month. Before I introduce our guest for this particular episode, I want to give you a little bit of overview of our topic for the year. We're going to spend this time talking and chit chatting about the topic in a lot of different ways this topic can be laid out. Are you ready? Our topic for 2023 is, yeah, we need like a drum roll or something, is emotions. Doesn't, doesn't that just feel right? <laughs> I mean, it's got to feel right. Uh, we're going to talk about emotions. We're going to talk about whether they're godly or ungodly, whether you should have emotion, or if our emotions are always sinful. It's going to be very good to talk about this each and every month. And um, we're going to talk about different emotions. Today, we're going to kind of cover the big picture, but each month, we're going to cover a specific emotion like love or fear, resentment, joy, anxiety, jealousy. Oh, we have so many things to talk about this year. So stay tuned each month for that. Let me introduce you to my dear friend, Cheryl Bailey. She and I are going to chit chat today about this kind of overview of emotions. I'm really glad you're here with us today, Cheryl. It's nice to be with you. Okay, before we jump into the topic of the day, which is going to be a great one, I think. 
I appreciate your drum roll earlier. Thank you. Yeah. I wanted to, to pause and um, talk for a minute. Since it's a brand new year and it's January of 2023, and I always think about goals. And we just had an episode last week um, on Thursday about um, goals in general with Wendy Folk. It was a great episode. Um, I am such a goal-oriented girl. I I think I need like a t-shirt that says, you know, just goal on it here, right? (laughs) Because I love goals and I love to plan. So Cheryl, let's start with you. What is one goal that you would like to see in your life this year? I mean, it could be in the area, like a physical area, spiritual, relational, emotional. Hey, that fits in. I wonder if you have an emotional goal this year. (laughs) (laughs) I'll learn to have more emotion. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. What's a goal that you might have? Uh, I tend to be a great starter and a terrible finisher, so... You know, my, I'm the type of person that my goal ends very quickly after I've begun. Oh, okay. But something I have been thinking about, my husband's the pastor of the church, and he's been preaching on loving people. And that hasn't really been the sermons, but it's been a little side note yeah. repeatedly. And I want to grow in loving people. And that means oftentimes giving up my agenda or what, yeah. what I have planned. And that can be hard for me because I'm pretty task-oriented. Yeah, which is a great example of not letting our goals take over. Mm-hmm. Right. Not letting our goal become like this, I have to get, I have to do my dishes every every day after dinner instead of sitting and talking with your guests. Yeah. Right? right? And that's loving mm-hmm. people. Yeah, I have a couple of goals this year. One is I want to be more diligent to um, pray for people outside of my family. Hmm. I need to pray for my family, my mm-hmm. children, my husband. But So I'm just going to start with 10 minutes. I thought if I start with 10 minutes every day or even two or three times a week, I'd be doing better than I did this past right. year and spend time doing that. And I don't know why 10 minutes doesn't seem so big. You know, I think in my mind, sometimes I make my goals way too big. Like I want to spend an hour every day praying for others. Yeah. And so I think that will help me in that area. And I also, Cheryl, I don't know if you've experienced this. You probably have. But my, my family is changing in many ways. My kids are growing up and they're busy. They have jobs. Some of them are moved out. Some will probably be moving out soon. And so my meals look different. And I need to be more creative in planning so that I don't lose that time sitting down. Sometimes I'm like, everybody can make their own food. So do I need to make a meal? But yeah. I need to do I, this. I'm officially an empty nester now. Yeah. I have no kids living in the home. Though we do have people over, and I tend to, when it's just David and I, it's 6 o'clock, and I'm thinking, oh, no, what do I need to make? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to make something. Right. What do I have? I'm planning an omelet for dinner again. <laughs> yeah, well, it is tricky. Yeah, and it is good to plan and have some goals. And, of course, as we talked last week, we do not want our goals to overtake what God is calling us to do. They can be just a tool. All right, today we're going to jump into this topic, and it is an important topic to talk about because as women, we tend to have some emotions, don't we, Cheryl? (laughs) Uh, I was telling my husband about this entire year we're going to spend talking about emotions, and he just looked at me and said, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) He knows that women need to talk about this, and we need to kind of hash through it. Um, I did laugh out loud when he said that. Um, It can be really easy to be exhausted in our emotions or to have our emotions run us. And sometimes we don't even realize we're doing that. So I'm really glad we're talking about this. And I'm glad that men and women and children will appreciate that we as women are going to go through this topic this year because I hope that it will be a benefit to each one Mm -hmm. of us. Now, our world tells us a lot about emotions. Um, I think 
music is a high one. Uh, for example, there is a Smokey Robinson song from many years ago. I think that's from the 60s. Hmm. And there's a line in it that says, um, I said, if you feel like giving me a lifetime of devotion, I second that emotion. Hmm. And it kind of pops out. Um, in songs and another one is the R&B group from the 1970s called The Emotion and uh, you might have know you might know this song it's um, you've got the best of my love whoa whoa you've got the best <laughs> of my love okay I know when I listen to this again I'm gonna cringe hearing myself sing I'm sorry <laughs> that's why I didn't join you okay all right well the truth is I think in our world emotion always goes back to uh, like infatuation mm -hmm. like we have to have this emotion and that it's okay to have emotions that kind of rule or run um, run how we feel like how you feel is more important so Cheryl you know I'm really glad you're here because we're gonna talk a little bit about all of this let's just start right now with some basic questions to get kicked off like what would be a good definition for emotion well I googled it because I thought I wonder what the world would say to that answer and so I got a couple of different definitions okay good one said a conscious mental reaction such as fear or anger subjectively experienced as strong feeling usually directed towards a specific object and typically accompanied by psychological and behavioral changes in the body hmm wow I gotta think about that a that little was bit. a big one uh, <laughs> another said a natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances mood or relationships with others hmm now I read those and I think probably whoever's listening we probably cringe a little bit at that definition of what emotions is mm -hmm. because we tend to think of emotions as just happy and you know our right and something we're in you know are hmm. just a, a part of us but but this is you know a strong feeling directed towards something or someone that brings about behavioral changes right reactions yeah reaction um, you know we can see it in a you know your boyfriend proposes and you cry and jump out up and down and you grab him you know that's an emotion of joy happiness maybe even surprise um, but these types of of emotional reactions run the gamut of right of a happiness to real sin yeah and emotion is one of those things we're going to talk more about this that there's a lot involved in this mm -hmm. it's not just under like the infatuation idea right yes there's a lot and we it's good to hash through these that's why we're going to take all year because this is going to take us an entire year to talk through yeah. it um so i kind of alluded to it but we talked a little bit at the beginning about like songs kind of highlight the yeah. idea of emotion but tell us what you think the world says about emotion i think the world basically says they're part of you embrace them let them rule yeah they're real every emotion you have is valid and real yeah, that's interesting, Cheryl, to think about the idea that we just, however we are, that's just how it is, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is, our emotions are now our part of our personality, mm -hmm. so to speak, and we just have to deal with it, right? Well, and they're valid. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think the world says, if you feel it, it's real. Right. And, and you know, for somebody to say, no, that's, that's not true. Right. Is wrong for them to say that right in the world in the right. world mm -hmm. yeah that's interesting um 
Wow. So since we talk about the world's view, let's talk a little bit about what does the Bible say about emotions? Well, I think one passage that that always strikes me is Philippians 4, 4 to 7, and it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all people. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and pleading with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, the Bible actually says tons about our emotions, but this verse is interesting to me because it talks specifically about a number of, of emotions. Yeah. Rejoice. And it tells us to rejoice always. So if I'm rejoicing, I can't live in anxiety and fear. Right. You know, it's saying pick certain emotions are better than other emotions. Yeah. And, and it says rejoice in the Lord. It gives me the reason why I should rejoice because I'm trusting in the Lord. Right. You know, it says don't be anxious. Do not be anxious about anything. It doesn't say, well, if you can help yourself, don't be anxious. Right. Or, you know, if something's really bad, really bad, you're okay to be anxious. No, it says don't be anxious about anything ever. Right. And then it gives us the, the kind of cure. Don't yeah. be anxious, but pray. Mm. Plead with God and give thanks to him and, and trust him. Tell God your needs, your concerns, your fears, and then walk out in peace. Hmm. You know, peace is another emotion. Yeah, it's it a, is. a state in our our soul. Yeah. And and we can choose which emotions we need to live in and what are valid and what aren't. Yeah, that's really interesting. You pulled all that out of that verse, those like four verses. And this is just four verses out of a whole Bible. Right. Full. Full of verses. There's so much about emotions in Scripture. I mean, we, we could sit here for hours yep. and hours and never yep. even begin to touch on all you know, that the Bible says. That just makes me think that should be our goal this year. We should look in the Bible for how God speaks to us about our emotions. Mm -hmm. and, and maybe highlight that in a certain color or write it in a journal. Maybe write the verse down so when we are struggling with emotions, we can go back yeah, to it these really, verses. It really helps that if you are struggling with not being joyful, to be reminded, God tells me to rejoice always yeah. because of him, yeah. you know, that I'm not to be anxious, that when I feel anxious, I'm to pray and give thanks yep. to God. You know, it doesn't just say, no, this is right, yes, this is right, you know, whatever. Right. It actually gives you the, uh, the ways that we can change. Yeah. Okay, so just to take you back in my life, I, I've mentioned this before in the podcast, but um, when I was a high school student and doing my big 1980s hair in the mirror <laughs> and using my Aquanet hairspray, my mom had cross-stitched this verse, and it was in our bathroom. Hmm. And because I was doing my hair for so long and, you know, making sure everything looked amazing, um, I, <laughs> I laugh about that now. I remember memorizing it, hmm. and I still know it today, and this would be a good verse to memorize. Yeah. Because we all have emotion that hit. I mean, I have emotions that hit today yep. that I have to process, and this is a good practical verse to remember. I love that. Okay, so, you know, like this makes me wonder because we have two, two kind of ideas of thought here. We could either say the world says every emotion is good, right? Mm -hmm. And I have heard sometimes people have this idea that all emotions are bad. Like we should never have emotion or show emotion. So 
are emotion, emotions all bad? And then the flip side of that, could emotions be good? Well, of course emotions are good. They can be bad, but there are many emotions that are good. You know, we just talked about rejoicing. Joy is a wonderful emotion. Um, God created men and women in his image, and he created us with emotion. God is love. Hmm. You know, we're, we're created to love and to be in relationships, and God is the, the perfect example for us of what love means. Um, you know, we see Jesus weeping at his friend Lazarus's death. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mourning is something that we experience. We're going to experience things that are hard mm-hmm. and bring about sadness. There's times when our child is running towards the road and that fear yeah. creates an adrenaline in us that makes us run and grab them. Right. Those are good emotions. Right. And yet fear can also be a really terrible emotion because we live in a, a state that everything is fearful to us and that immobilizes us and actually keeps us from living. Yeah, those are really good how we actually need to think about each emotion, right? And there are good things and bad mm-hmm. things really in each emotion. And how we, well, we said at the very beginning, it's how we react. Mm-hmm. So really, we're talking about how we react. Well, yeah, we have to be willing to think about ourselves honestly. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to get into some of the nitty-gritty this year um, throughout the podcast on the first of each month, as I said earlier, on these particular emotions. We're going to take an emotion every month and talk about it, um, but really I wanted to talk about some of the main principles. So Cheryl, what are some of the principles that we should live by in regard to our emotions? Well, I think um, one is to recognize our emotions are not always an indicator of truth, hmm. that that I'm going to feel certain ways, but that is not always accurate. Hmm. If I if I live with the idea that it's it's accurate and true, you know, it's going to send me in really bad directions. Yeah. So we need to recognize that our emotions are not always an an indicator of truth. Second, our hormones, which God made us as women to have, can make our emotions oversensitive be overly mm. sensitive. No, really? Yes, that's true. <laughs> and and there's a purpose for those hormones in our body. Yes. It brings about fruitfulness in children um, and in bearing children, but yet they can, they can cause us to be very sensitive at times. Um, and we just need to be aware of that. I think it's also helpful for us to realize that men and women are different. Hmm. So just because the men in your life don't feel the same way you does, doesn't make their thoughts wrong. Hmm. You know, I can look at a guy who is thinking one way or doesn't respond um, emotionally and think, well, he's just wrong. But God created us differently. And, And all of those types of personalities have benefit to them. Yes. Um. And lastly, emotions really can bring great benefit to your relationships. Hmm. Um, I would say in my marriage, I am more typically like the guy, and my <laughs> husband is more typically like the woman. Regarding emotions. Emotions, yes. Well, probably in quite a few different okay. ways. Okay. But definitely regarding emotions. And, and I see how I 
need to at times like pump up my emotions yeah. because it's good for a marriage right. for me to speak things that are are loving and kind yep. and to be ooey gooey yep. that's not who I am yeah. that's hard but I see how David is much more emotional in his love for me yeah and that's a good thing yeah that's why we spent some time talking about how God calls us to be soft because it is easy as women to be hard we have lots of things going on and that that kind of kind of all blending this together here that actually fits in well we are called to do that okay so those are really really good principles that we need to be um thinking about i mean those are excellent and we're going to talk more about them under specific topics specific emotions but what are some things that we as women should be aware of that could go wrong in our emotions I'm sure nothing goes wrong in our right. emotions, right? Our emotions are always right, right? Yes. Said with a lot of sarcasm. <laughs> I I think, you know, we've probably talked about this before, but just PMS, you know, like just your body yeah. cycle, <clears throat> your emotions can take you down a bad path. That's why I would always remind myself, my period's coming, just be quiet. I don't have to say everything that pops into my brain because mm-hmm. I'm going to sin when I do that. I... I think about women who struggle with anxiety and how their thinking kind of creates a tunnel vision for them. Every single thing in their life gets filtered through this fear Hmm. and it really is crippling to them. They, They aren't living, they're not being able to enjoy their children, they're not being able to to serve and care for others because it becomes so self-focused and and uh yeah you know, it's like tight that. that that they aren't able to actually live joyfully the life that God's given mm. them it makes me think of like a needle and like that little hole for the needle it's like they're processing everything through that yes hole. yeah that's a good analogy for and it. it it everything gets pressured through so yeah you know another one Love is a great emotion. It's important for us to have the actions that love bring up, brings about. Um, but if I rely on a feeling or an emotion of love, there's going to be plenty of times that I don't love. Hmm. So that's going to be true with relationships with a family member or with yep. a friend. I'm not going to feel loving. And if yep. that's my... Br- parameter of right. uh, then I'm going to quit loving because right. I don't love them anymore right and and so it's really important for us to um, recognize that that emotions are very beneficial mm-hmm. but they also can be very negative since it's just you and me Cheryl right right um I was going to share you know recently I got hurt by someone and I um thought I was hurt it was painful and I immediately went and thought about it a lot, talked through the story in my head. And I remember talking to my son on the phone, not really even about the situation, but he made a comment about something in his life. And he said, well, you know, um, at church, we're kind of like family and we're just going to get hurt by each other. Hmm. And since we're family, you know, we just kind of love and forgive and move on. And I thought, I remember sitting there and thinking, wow, I needed to hear that today. He didn't realize that. <laughs> um, and... I need to be reminded that when we love, love is bigger than just everything feeling good. Right. Love is forgiving. Mm-hmm. Love is 
overlooking an offense when someone does something to hurt you because I don't think this person realized they did it, you know? Yes. And so this is a part of love. It has yeah. a lot of facets. And, and you see like 1 Corinthians 13, that that passage that describes what real love is. Yeah. We can probably see those descriptions of our different emotions for a lot of different emotions. Yeah. You yes. Know? For sure. Okay, so Cheryl... Um, what might be some good questions that we, I'm, I'm a question girl. So what might be some good questions we could ask ourselves to help us kind of check up on our emotions? Well, it was interesting. The other morning I was in the bathroom and I have this large bottle of calcium pills sitting there that okay. my kids have got me because I have osteoporosis. Okay. And my kids keep saying, mom, are you taking the calcium pills? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and and I've got them sitting. I, I've moved them from inside the cupboard to the shelf where yes. I can see them. <clears throat> but I was thinking about this topic of emotions. And, you know, I don't really think I have an issue with my bones. Okay. If I thought I had an issue with my bones, I would take the calcium mm-hmm. pills. But I almost never take the calcium pills because my bones seem totally fine to mm-hmm. me. I pretty much am able to do whatever I want. Now, someday when I fall and break both my hips, I'm going to say, whoa, I wish I would have taken those calcium pills. And I think that's similar with our emotions. We don't want to say, is there a problem? Hmm. Is this destructive? Am I causing, Hmm. um, am I bringing about things to other people because of, my letting my anger just run rampant right that is wrong you know mm-hmm. and i i think just like i don't want to think there's a problem with my bones women oftentimes don't want to think they have any problem with their emotions mm-hmm. they want to say you know i can say whatever i want to my husband you know right I, it's just he married me he married this person <laughs> and i should be able to speak however i want right. you know if i if i speak to my kids in anger and yell at them and scream at them well you know my mom right. yelled at me too right what's the big deal right and i think we need to ask ourselves is there a problem hmm. would scripture say there's a problem you know if i was vulnerable and ask my friend do you think right. I have a problem with my emotions or with a specific emotion? What would she say? Ouch. But, but we don't want to <laughs> right. do that because we really just don't think it's a problem. Yeah. So we want to stay where we're at. And if we don't ask questions, we don't have to answer yeah. them. Yeah. Right? So it's good to kind of process through, ask questions to ourselves frequently. I love your comment, even though I think it would be very ouchy to ask a friend. Mm-hmm. I think that's really helpful. Or even just ask a friend, Am I responding to this properly? I've done that mm-hmm. before. And, I, and usually my friend will say, well, I think in this way you are, but this is sinful. Yeah, and we can choose the friends we want to ask. You know, we can ask of somebody course. that will say, oh, you're great. Of course, yeah. you're, you're fine. But we yes. actually want to choose if you're going to do that. Ask somebody that you think will be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, and if we're asked, we should be honest. And if, they, if all your friends say, oh, you are totally fine, then I would step back and say, have my emotions run so rampant that nobody will be honest with me? Mm, that's a very good point. So, Okay, so Cheryl, I love on the podcast to get really personal, mm-hmm. you know, into the nitty-gritty of stuff. So I, I'm going to ask you a hard question. Can you give me an example in your own life of a time when you had to work through your emotion? 
Like, what did it look like to actually work through a hard emotion or a challenging emotional feeling? And what were some of the ways that you thought bad emotions? And what were some ways that you practiced exemplifying God in the process? Um, I think when I did a podcast with you on menopause, we talked a little bit about this. But for probably seven years, and I'm probably about done with menopause now, I struggled with anger at my husband, David. You know, he wasn't doing anything, and I really couldn't stand him at all. You oh. know, my emotions were just surging inside me. And I just had to speak truth to myself and say, look, your feelings are wrong. What oh. you are thinking and feeling is not accurate. And, and sometimes I would just pray, okay, God, just take this away. But I, I actually think speaking to myself and telling myself truth yeah. was very helpful. Yeah, I think another area that's been a struggle is jealousy. Um, I'm the wife of a, of the pastor at our church, and we have a fairly large church. Um, we also have a women's ministry leader, and we're friends. But I've seen over the years that Satan has brought jealousy into one or the other of our lives and into our relationship. Hmm. And I think... Um, that that has taken place with the express purpose of harming the good works that God is doing within our women's ministries. Hmm. You know, it's easy to be jealous of another person's successes or their skills or how much people like her over you, you know, and sin just grows in that mm -hmm. type of, of soil. Yes. And so that has been an area that I've had to fight and deal with and say, no, that's wrong thinking. Hmm. God is using and working in this church, and Satan is just trying to to yeah. reap uh, sinful, negative behavior. Yeah, you know. So um, I think that when we have wrong emotions, over time, everything is filtered through those wrong emotions. Mm, it's so like the if, eye of a needle again. Yes. So if you're struggling with jealousy, pretty soon every look, every word is filtered through what you think is true. Right. And so you got to go back. What I said was, remember that all our emotions are not always accurate. Yeah. And we've got to tell ourselves truth. Yeah. That is really, really helpful. Um, if I ask you, I probably need to tell you one of my emotional challenges, and that yeah. is that I think um, the process of letting our kids grow up has been a challenge emotionally. As I've watched one of my children get married, it was a son, and so I didn't have really a lot of options with that wedding. You know, I just, I was, what do they say? As the mother-in-law, you just stand in the back and wear beige, you know? <laughs> and you know what? I didn't wear beige because it just looks bad on me. That's the truth. But it was a process of emotions. And mm -hmm. growing up, our kids growing up is good. It's, it's good. I actually remember telling myself that out loud. It is good that my son is growing up. It is good that he loves this woman as much yeah. as he loves her. And I should celebrate that rather than part of me sometimes wanted to be irritated. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that I wasn't at times irritated, but, and I certainly did not do it all right. And I'm here at the cusp of another moment because I have other kids moving up, moving out. My, my home is changing and, oh, wow, you know, we have holidays that come or Christmas and and birthday parties and I have to choose how I'm going to act. Am I going to be thankful that they get to come even if it's not the exact 
thought, pro- like the exact right Time. situation yep. that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Am I going to share them with their in-laws? Am I going to be f- freely sharing them? Yeah. And I have learned from women like you, Cheryl, and other women in my life who have gone before me in this, and I am grateful to them for teaching me these things because they are helping my kids. I think oftentimes because we go back to that thinking that all my emotions are right, that when it comes to holidays or some activity or a family vacation. A wedding. A wedding that, that, you know, we want something. We want our kids to love us. We want our relationships. But we allow our emotions to run rampant in such a way that we actually cut off yes. what we want. And we turn those others against us. Yeah, I, I understand that. I have multiple times thought to myself, I want to be an old woman who is thankful. Mm-hmm. This is my goal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to work on it a lot longer, but it is good. And I think this is the beginning, letting your, running your, not letting your emotions run you. Well, and I, I don't know, is, is gratitude an emotion? I think it is. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's, it's a response to a right. situation. And so, right. You know, put on that emotion of gratitude when yeah. you're having a, an emotion of that is negative yeah. yeah be ruling your life you know well if you think about you talked about jealousy if you think about jealousy and you use the opposite or you try to use thankfulness in yeah. that that helps us to think right yeah. we can begin to be thankful for our friend you know and i right. think that is that's exactly what we should be doing. Yeah. Not that I do it right. <laughs> well, we all are okay. sinful. Now, since since we're both mothers and we both have children, which is really what makes you a mother, how, how can we help our kids deal with emotions? Or maybe it's not even that we're mothers. Maybe we are a youth leader. Or maybe we are working mm-hmm. with women who are young women, and we can help them move through this. How do we help them with emotions? Well, honestly, I think the best way to parent or to lead other people is to live before those people fearing and loving God. If I fear God, that's going to make me want to fight my sin. It's going to make me rein in my emotions and speak truth to them when I may want to do something different. Hmm. Um, You know, I can say to my kids, you are not supposed to scream at your sibling. <laughs> and then I scream at them all yeah. day long. Yep. Well, my behavior says yeah. a whole lot more to them right. about what their behavior should be than my saying to them, you're not supposed to scream at your sibling. Right. You know, so my fighting my sin, my telling myself, okay, don't fear what might happen to your kids. Trust God. Mm-hmm. And then I live that way. That's going to teach my kids a whole lot more yes. than any of my words might ever do. Yeah. I think I can think back to learning a lot of things from older women, including my mother. I learned more by watching than I did by them telling me. Yeah. I think that you're, that's really what you're saying. Yeah. Is you know, you, you have a, your husband says, hey, your emotions are a little out of control right now. And you rise up in anger against them. Your kids are going to see you do yes. that. And yes. they're going to say, whoa, mom really is angry. You know, <laughs> right. and then they're going to imitate. Yeah. That, that's going to be how you've trained your daughters to react. Yes, absolutely. You know, you wonder why they, they rise up in anger against you. Well, you've taught them that behavior. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes me think to ask, how can we help our friends with emotions? 
it's a, is it even our business to get involved in emotions of someone else or when their emotions are out of control? And then, like, how do we even go about that? All right. Well, I don't think it's our role to be the Holy Spirit. It's easy to always see the sin in other people and think it's my responsibility to, to point their sins out. Yeah. Well, that is actually the role of the Holy Spirit. He's the convictor. Right. Um, however, in relationships, the Bible speaks about ironing, sharpening iron. Hmm. And so I want to have that type of a relationship with my friends or my daughters or my daughter-in-laws. Um, I want to be able to say to a friend, your words to, to that girl was pretty sarcastic. Hmm. Or, you know, man, you are a little harsh. Mm-hmm. I want them to be able to say those types of things to me because that actually helps me grow. You know, we oftentimes don't recognize our true self. And so it is important that we have people in our life that that will do that and that we can do that with. Though when when I want to be the Holy Spirit to somebody, oftentimes it comes out of pride and my thinking, well, I'm better than them. And I've got this down. Yes, and this kind of of helping actually comes out of a humility and a real love for people. Hmm. And so the way we do it looks a whole lot different than if I think I'm acting like the Holy Spirit to somebody. Yeah, that's interesting. I think one component in this that you didn't mention, but I know you would agree with me, is the importance of praying. Mm-hmm. Because I can think of times that I have observed wrong things in people or my children and, in, and I could have gone to them and said, that was just straight up wrong. Your emotions were whacked out, you know. <laughs> and at times I do have to speak, but I think praying is huge. And I can think of many times that God has changed the hearts of my kids, particularly because I think God was at work. Well, just like you said, the Holy Spirit's the one who convicted, and mm-hmm. I didn't have to do it. Yeah, there's been a couple of times that I specifically remember thinking, oh, someone should talk to that person. And I was quick to jump and go talk to them. And I didn't pray. I didn't take time to think about it ahead of time and to really ask God, should I do this? And those situations, I don't think they ever have turned out well. Hmm, I agree. Because I I was doing it really in my own strength and my own wisdom and not in the power of God and by his wisdom. And so... It's, it's important for us to pray. I think it's also important for us to not have the mindset that we, every time we see some wrong emotion, we're going to jump on it, right. on our friend. You know, love covers over a multitude right. of sins. And that's a really good example of a positive emotion. You know, there's definitely times that we should talk with someone because we're the body of Christ and, and our friends, our family, we're all part of this body. Right. And and if one person's emotions and behavior does affect the body. But we want to remember that we're here to encourage and build up the body right. and not just tear it down. And so we want to pray. We want to to be considerate and thinking, is this a is this a behavior that an emotion that I'm seeing regularly? Right. Or is this a one off thing? If right. it's a one off thing, pray for your friend. Yeah. Pray that God works to change them. Yeah. If it's something that keeps happening and you see destructive things coming from it, then pray and ask God to give you an opportunity. You know, 
there's been many times that I've thought, how do I talk to somebody about this? And I have prayed and specifically asked God to bring it up in a conversation yes. with that person. And it's it's really cool to see how he has been faithful to do that. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, the other person doesn't even think I'm confronting them. Right. You know, they That's- just think this natural you know like they brought it up so it's been really neat to see and really Cheryl part of that is having a relationship right like that is part of what you're talking about Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit works through people too and so and and he can work on someone's heart and then he can use another person to just either bring you know have a conversation about it or direct a different direction and it's it's just all in God's hand Mm -hmm. and God's work Um, that's really helpful to think about because it it is easy to start thinking, um, especially when we see the emotional issues in other people, to think, oh, well, I should tell them about it. Mm-hmm. But I love how you brought out that that really often is rooted in pride. So probably that's a question we should ask yeah, ourselves. And, and as a mom of adult kids, I've been working to learn. I don't have to jump on my adult kids the minute yeah. I see something I don't like. Yeah that God is working in them and I can pray for them. Yep. And it doesn't mean I don't ever talk to them. I do. Yeah. But but I feel like with our family it's maybe easier for us to jump on on negative emotions that we see. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, Cheryl, it's been really great to talk with you and have a chance to kind of walk through how we can live out these emotions that we're actually going to be talking about this year. You might want to keep this podcast and you might actually want to, this particular episode and listen to it again because um, some of the things we talked about today were really just an overview of emotions in general and how to look at emotions through the eyes of the Bible. Uh, but we have lots coming up in February. Uh, what do you think our emotion topic is, Cheryl? It's love. February. Love. <laughs> yes. We're going to talk about love. And we may have talked about love before in the podcast. I think we talk about it often. But it never hurts to revisit it because it's so good to think about. Okay, March is another hot one. Jealousy. Oh, green with envy. Yes. You've got March yeah, and the, with, the leprechauns some, there. some themes here. <laughs> April's hope. May is dealing with um, some... You know, having compassion for others instead of just Mm -hmm. being rigid, you know. Anyway, we have lots of things that we're going to talk about this year. So please stay tuned the first Thursday of each month. And um, we're going to wrap up in December with another theme-based one, which is joy. And I think it's going to be a great year. I hope you all stay listening. Thanks, Cheryl, for coming on and sharing with us today. I'm really excited we get to talk about these and excited that we're going to be kind of hashing through some this year. Would you pray for us? Sure. Father, I thank you for giving us your word and what it says about who we are and about who you are. And I thank you, Father, that you're faithful to us even when we allow our emotions to run rampant in our life. You draw us back to you. And I pray that this year will be a great year for each one of us to grow in trusting you with our emotions and and seeking to embrace those emotions that are positive and to fight against the sin that negative emotions bring to us. Amen. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. 
So next week, we're going to actually hear a talk called Truth. How pertinent. Mm. That fits in really well with today's discussion. I didn't even really plan that. Wow. (laughs) We are going to listen to um, a pre-recorded talk. And, you know, we really do need to know truth. So this is really the base for even our emotions and really what we need to do to live every single day is to know truth, real truth from the Bible. Join us next week as we listen to this talk and we learn about how important truth is in our own personal lives. And remember, when everything around you is shaken, you can stand unshaken because of our rock and our fortress, because of God. Until next time. Thank you.